Well, it is report card week, so to speak, here in the United States. We're tracking several key figures that could tell us if the U.S. will enter a technical recession or not. Uh, tracking all of the numbers, tracking the inflation rate here in the U.S. as well. Our Camila Loreda spoke earlier today with someone who knows a lot more about all of this than most of us, an expert finance professor and dean. Uh, let's listen in to her interview joined by finance professor and academic dean, dean Mohammed Desoki of the Scheme of Business School over in Raleigh, North Carolina. Professor, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. All right, professor, we are talking about inflation, you know, something that really affects every single person. We have seen it peak, but it looks like there might be some good news. So what are we seeing lately? Yes, um, many uh, have been uh, observing the inflation metrics over the past few weeks and noticing that the, the rise in inflation could be of concern, both at the government uh, economic level, um, but we're starting to see some uh, relief in gas prices. Uh, just this morning, uh, driving down to, to work, I noticed that um, unleaded, regular unleaded is now below four, $4. And that's a significant decline uh, relative to, uh, you know, a few months ago. Um, and that's connected to really crude oil prices. You know, crude oil is coming down significantly over the last month from 140 a barrel to 105. So 25% decline is, is, is translating into uh, the economy here with, with fuel prices. So we're definitely seeing some relief uh, on, the, on the crude oil uh, side of the economy. And, we're also seeing uh, retailers uh, draw down their inventories. There's excess inventory. And so a lot of uh, consumers are starting to see relief uh, with common retail goods at Target, Walmart, uh, and, and they're marking down of, of goods. So that's going to really also put a little downward pressure on, on, on CPI, on that goods uh, component, which represents uh, you know, a significant carve out of GDP um, so we're seeing some relief there. We're seeing some relief in commodities, generally speaking. Um, you know, commodities sit at the top of the food chain, and you know they sort of infuse all the industries, from copper to cotton, uh, of course, crude, uh, lumber, and so on. So there's been some decline in those prices, which again will have um, a significant effect uh, in prices down the road. Yeah, so we are seeing those things like, um, I, like you said, I was driving down the road. And when I saw those lower gas prices, man, I was so happy as I'm sure many other people were as well. So um, all of these factors that we're seeing of, you know, the economy may be cooling down. Do you think this will last at all a couple of months into the next year? How long do you think this will last? I believe the, uh, the effects will uh, take place through the end of this year. Um, I believe with the, uh, the effects of commodity prices, that will take some time to move through the system, um, through the healthcare industry, through the auto industry. A lot of these um, price uh, corrections will take some time moving through the system and we'll start to see uh, price improvements uh, throughout the end of this year. Um, and then that'll start to affect uh, the outlook for recession. You know, we'll, Will consumers continue uh, to buy goods, to buy services? Um, you know, will services continue to outrun goods? 
and you know how will that affect GDP in the future? Um, but but to answer your question, I do feel that we'll see some of these effects through the end of this year, maybe into the first quarter of 2023. Okay, that's a good sign. And you know what, recession has been a very big topic of conversation. So, um, what is it looking like there, and what is the what does it look like the Federal Reserve is going to be doing? Yeah. So. Uh, recession is, is is defined as just the decline in, in GDP uh, theoretically in two consecutive quarters, um, but um, you, you know, with goods um, being held up again with consumer demand, unemployment it's fairly strong. Um, we're at the lowest rate in terms of unemployment, um, you know, over the past ten years um, at three point six percent. So with with consumers and being employed. There's still that activity with with purchases of goods um, and services. You know, there's more families going out to dine out, um, to going to the movies, uh, taking trips. So um, the outlook, uh, in, in my perspective, is that GDP will be held up. Real GDP will be held up in the coming quarters, um, both in terms of services and goods, uh, but more so held up by services, only because goods have been fairly um, um, in high demand over the past two years with the pandemic and a lot of families looking to buy, purchase uh, non-durable goods and durable goods for their home. But now with, with the economy opening back up, there's now families are not going back out to, to um, you know, conduct service-oriented activities, traveling and really engaging in, in their normal lifestyle as they would pre-pandemic. Um, so with services being held up and comprising, again, a significant part of GDP, we, we do feel that um, GDP will continue to, real GDP will continue to stay stable, uh, if not incrementally go, grow towards the end of this year and into next year. All right. So another way that um, this is Im impacting a lot of people, inflation, everything that we've seen in the past is also in the housing market. So you know, not only are people starting to get back out there and travel and buy things, but they're also starting to, you know, take a look at those houses again. So what is it looking like in that aspect? Yeah, the real estate has been fairly hot. Um, as we know, over the past two years with interest rates at historical lows, um, the government providing uh, multiple checks of stimulus into the economy. Um, you know, we've we're we're seeing over the past two years a, a huge influx of, of supply of homes, um, and that led to, um, you know, obviously a spike in prices. So we had um, we had supply uh, that was fairly low at the beginning of the pandemic, with very low interest rates, and we had a huge infusion of uh, families wanting to move out to the suburbs, uh, maybe establish their home office, and and, and so on. Uh, in reaching that new normal, and thus that was a formula for housing prices to increase. But now what we're seeing is that interest rates are slowly increasing with the Fed increasing rates 75 basis points in our last session. Uh, interest rates are creeping up, mortgage rates are increasing, and housing prices are hitting a ceiling. Uh, home buyers are simply not willing to uh, entertain uh, home prices that are in excess, you know, 20%, 30% over market. Um, so sellers are having to, to mark down their, their prices to, to meet demand. So it's really just about supply and demand. Um, now that we're in a situation where we have excess supply and demand has, has contracted, 
Um, and we're seeing signals in the biggest markets. I mean, here in Raleigh, uh, it's a very hot market. I mean, there's been views of, of the market here matching uh, that of Silicon Valley. We're, we're see, receiving a huge inflow of, of professionals, um, you know, coming down from the south or flying up, you know, moving up from Florida or even from the west coast. Um, but um, even so, we're starting to see home prices decline in this market, which is typically a signal for other other markets as well. I mean, Florida is starting to cool down as well as Seattle, um, which is it's a good thing. You know, we don't want this bubble to continue to climb. We want we want prices to to normalize, and, and so the supply and demand is is, is moving into an equilibrium in, in real estate. I would say. Okay, that's good. So you know, there is a little bit of a bright spot after everything that we've seen these past couple of years. I would say so. I would say so. I mean, uh, I mean, you can always you, you, you can be the, um, you know, contrarian, you know, you can look at the economy in a pessimistic lens or through a pessimistic lens. Um, but if we look at the signals, the smaller signals, you know, where we're seeing a deceleration of prices in real estate, a deceleration of growth in the stock markets, a deceleration of growth in goods. If you look at these small signals, it'll show that, um, you know, inflation is under control, um, you know, and we also on top of that, we have the Fed that can directly pull a lever of interest rates and further cool down the economy. Um, so so it's a matter of looking at the smaller signals and not looking at this, uh, looking at the, the, the most significant events driving the economy. Um, and, and those are the telltale signs that should give consumers and families optimism going into the second half of of this year. Okay, that is that's good to hear. We need the optimism right now. Yes, is there, absolutely. Is there any other information that you'd like to share with us or any way that we can get more information? Sure. Yeah, we have uh, at Schema we have different researchers that are pursuing uh, studies in, in in economics and macroeconomics. Uh, so I you know I pursue uh, can encourage uh, viewers to maybe um, review schema.edu. Um, I think it's important to check uh, regular channels, um, you know, your local news channel, um, the Wall Street Journal, the USA Today, but always look at both sides of, of, the, of the partisan, uh, you know, uh, mentality. You have to look at both sides of the, uh, of the hallway. You know, you have to look at the economy through a more conservative lens and, and more liberal lens in informing your your views uh, uh, of the of the economy and, and this year. All right, Professor, thank you so much for joining us and giving us this really valuable information that affects every single one of us every day, all the way from the Schema Business School in Raleigh, finance professor and academic dean, Mohamed Desoki. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you for having me. All right, we really appreciate the perspective. It's something we'll all be tracking very closely this week as it seems to dominate our headlines with fears of a recession looming on the horizon.